0: Sonic Show's Opinion Zone. Act Five. Published material and comments are those of the respective person and not of the
1: Sonic Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new Opinion Zone. We are going to be talking about today the recent fan games and fan engines and fan everything that has come out of the r- latest Sage Expo, which is slightly redundant, but hey, that's the easiest way to say it. Uh, we have with us today a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Uh, hello, uh, I'm Lewis Clark, aka Sonic Oda from SegaDriven.com. Woo!
1: All right, and we have the usual panel as well.
0: My name is Jamie and I played a fan game here.
3: Yeah, my name is Jono and I haven't played any of the fan games before for the sake of me having a Mac
1: oh I'm so sorry for you alrighty so we picked a selection of some of our favourite fan games from the bunch Uh, I think we'll start off with Sonic World which Jay you couldn't get to play if I recall yeah,
0: so I don't know if it's a Windows 8 thing. All right, I start the game up, everything's fine, loads the menu, has pretty music, reused from somewhere else, and then you select your character and level and what do, and then the game starts and the character moves, but nothing in the world is interactive. It's like a dead level, like, n- you walk into a spring, nothing happens. You walk through rings. I was very sad.
1: Did you download the Purgatory Edition by accident?
0: <laughs> yes, I think I did, yeah.
1: Alright, so I've, uh, I I had quite a, this is the game I've had the most experience playing, if only because I tried to record footage for it like seven times and each time it kept failing because my laptop's crap, but, um, I think it's really, a really good engine. Um, I have one big complaint about it though, and that it is, uh, eight-way run, where there is no, like, because I play with a gamepad, right? I play with my uh, DualShock 3 controller.
3: I was gonna say, so it's almost like, um, you know, they didn't program any sort of analog stick kind of control so it's literally as if you're just controlling with a d-pad
1: yeah no like if you play it with the keyboard it's not too bad the only problem is for instance if you're running straight down a path and you came out of a turn you might be drifting to the left right so then you try to correct it by pressing right well now you're drifting to the right and so you press left again and you're drifting to the left and you can't easily center yourself That's my one complaint about it. Um, well, the other complaint I might have is that some of the animations are a little iffy at times, but they said they're not final, so I won't, uh...
0: It does have a huge character roster, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it has a massive character roster, it has... Like, who
0: was demanding Cream the Rabbit?
1: To be fair though, this does what basically everyone wants from a Sonic game, which is a whole bunch of characters, but they all play differently. Like Sonic... Similarly,
3: but differently.
1: Yeah, like they all have spin dashes, which is nice if you need to get moving. Um, and they all can jump and have some sort of means of jumping again in some direction. It's so like Sonic has uh, the his homing attack. He has the light speed dash and his special move is he can drift. So bringing in the Sonic Unleashed stuff. And he, I'd never played as him. Because when you have all these other characters with special moves, why would you play as Sonic? <laughs> That's sort of how I felt going into it. Um, I guess I'll just run through every character because I played as them all. Uh, Tails is garbage. Tails is absolute Hi. because his his flying ability is similar to that in Sonic Adventure, except for the fact that his speed is fixed. There is no ex- you can't get any faster with it, and it's really slow. Like, it is painfully slow. Um, you can easily... Like, your starting run speed from when you just first tap the up button is faster than you're flying.
2: So he's like inverse Sonic 06 Tails for the wrong way around.
1: Yes, and also Tails <laughs> has has his moves from both 06 and Adventure. That is the ring bombs and the... um. Oh god, why? But he also has the, the endless tail spin from Adventure. Like Rhythm Badge. Yeah, the Rhythm yeah, Badge. Yeah, the Rhythm Badge. Um, Knuckles plays pretty much like his 06 counterpart except for the fact that he has uh, Sonic's kick from Lost World which is pretty cool where you can just go down and kick an enemy Um, and he doesn't get stuck on walls so that's really nice Um, One thing
3: I noticed with Knuckles is that, well I don't know if this is true or not but it looks like you can just skip most of the stage by, you know, just climbing on the terrain and just yeah, you
1: know. yeah, but he's he's not the worst defender for that. Um the worst defender for that is Charmy. He can fly forever, whenever, wherever. Um so he's he's completely broken. But um and then other than that, you got you got the rest of the characters. You got Chaotix, you got Shadow who plays exactly like Sonic but instead of a uh, drift, he has Chaos Spear. Cream can use cheese to attack. Silver is useless because his dash doesn't go very far and his levitate doesn't work well. Neither does his throwing of enemies. Um, Omega's really slow, but other than that, he plays pretty well. Um, and Metal Sonic Omega's is... Omega's in that? Yeah, it, like, it's everyone basically... The kitchen basically, sink of characters. Yeah, it's everyone who was featured in... because they're just model rips from Sonic Generations. The only one that isn't in there is I'm pretty sure Big the Cat.
2: Big. It says that I mean I'm looking at the uh page now and it says that Big and Froggy are supposed to be in there as a playable character. Well, so well. if it doesn't if they don't work then it's a <laughs> it's a fault of the developer by the looks of things.
1: Well, oh, they might be unlockable because I remember Eggman is also playable but I didn't have him in my in my like roster of characters. Right, okay. So I I think they're unlockable which would make sense because they're both pretty pretty out there characters ah. to be running around at yeah, the speed yeah. to sound with. Um but otherwise, other than the characters themselves, um it's pretty good, um like I said <laughs> didn't really sell it as pretty good <laughs> well, <said. laughs> well, no, like, I know i I kind of accentuated the negative, but no it it is pretty good. um, the level design wasn't the best um a few oh and rails, rails don't really work that well,
3: they yeah, I was gonna say, um
1: they don't grind on them, they sort of spin on them, which would be fine. But it's like, you can fall off, but you don't know if you're going to fall off or not. It's just a little... Oh, no, it's a bit. It, it's awkward. Um, I hope they, yeah. they get around to fixing that. And yeah, so there's three levels in the demo, Two, if you want to be... I mean, because one of them is a test level. And it's just a, right. a white plane that lets you try out some of the stuff. Um, Then you got Seaside Hill. And Final Rush, was it? Or is it Final Chase? And, like I said, the level design is... It's good, but you can tell it's tailored for certain characters. Like, you can't really do the start of Final Rush as, like, Blaze, for instance. Because she doesn't have the homing attack, and it starts off with a chain of enemies. It's just hard to do. Yeah. Not yeah. um, well,
0: very well thought through.
3: then. I found the whole balloons and outer space thing rather interesting.
1: Yeah, I I again those are just placeholder levels cuz this is an an engine demonstration. Yeah. It's not the game demonstration. It is meant to show off the engine. Um and I think yeah, there's there is potential with the engine. Um the only things that need to be fixed are again the eight-way run which is really annoying on pad, especially when playing with a stick. Um and also there's no um victory animations when you finish a stage. They just stand there. And it looks kind of awkward. So, yes, that was Sonic World. Uh, Next up is Sonic Lost Adventure. Now, hopefully, Jay, you'll have something to say about this one.
0: Yes. Has anyone else played this?
1: I have. I recently did. I can't
0: say I have. So, it's one of these numerous things coming out of the whole Unreal Engine. So, it's a GDK one, yeah? Yes. So... It's actually probably one of the most interesting things I've seen. It's probably the best level design I've seen. Space on a s- sort of spin of metal harbor, and running around lots of crates and. I do e- love oh. the
1: level aesthetic, like just the idea of the level. I think it's something that really hasn't been done in in this way, at least with with the boxes and stuff. And I, I had a laugh when I saw like running th- through loops of these transport boxes. You know, yeah. it, it's delightfully absurd is the word I, is the phrase I use with it. I don't
0: know. It's probably got one of the best lighting setups I've seen. It's all very vibrant. It's very harsh in colour, but I quite like that actually. Um rather than all these browns and stuff, I, I quite enjoy it. This whole Sonic DK thing, it probably controls best one of the better 3D setups we've probably seen out of fan games. It's not perfect by any means. It requires a lot of manual camera control to not run into things. Right, right. Um, so, for instance, if you're running down a very long path with a long corner to it, it's down to you to turn the camera to face the way the paths are now going. And is it sort of mouse and keyboard? So, mouse, yes. for camera. So, basically, okay. you're using the mouse for the camera and the left button to jump. Okay. And then you're using, I believe it's the, just the arrow keys. Yeah, just the arrow keys. So, basically, you're, all your controls are pretty much in the mouse. And yeah. then you're just directing the character himself, basically, just pressing forward. <laughs> Right, right. he's doing the rest um, pretty good level design I think this is easily the best level design I've seen out of this engine to date I can't think of anything else that compares really goes from 3D to 2D as well I think okay. he's used everything out of the assets that they were, the engine has provided is how that, does it compare to Endless for example um, well we might as well talk about Project Endless as well in the same breath because they are basically the same thing same engine anyway Yeah, same engine, Um, but
1: different level
0: design. Yeah, different projects. Um, I like Lost Adventure because it's actually more traditional in the level design. It's got a point A to point B. Right, okay. And stuff to do, you know, jump here and go through this loop and stuff. Whereas Project Analyst is just very boring.
1: (laughs) That was my one thing. It was like, so I go in there and I'm like, okay, let's run wherever I want. But then it's like, well, wherever I want is just kind of green hill texture. Yeah. Like, not even so, green hill, but just green on hills.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, it's literally just a big brown map, and there's no point to anything. It's very pretty. It's not as yeah, aesthetically the lighting it, pleasing.
3: The lighting on it and stuff is really quite nice. Um, if you go underwater, you know, you get, like, the shafts of light coming through water, which is all looking really good. Um, but there's no objectives,
0: and I wouldn't mind that. There was... A demo went on last the last stage and I can't remember what it's called now and it's really bugging me but it had a similar concept it was like open ended go wherever you want but in that one it felt like there were specific landmarks that you could aim to get to like right. oh I can see that in the distance I want to get there and see what's over there and I can see this over here and there were hidden things in places like you could go under this and find under the water and there was one little secret location where you could find emeralds and you activate them and you could become supersonic and there's none of that in Project Endless. It's just a big, empty map with nowhere to go. <laughs> like I said, you stand in the middle of it and you've got no desire to go anywhere because <laughs> right, it all right. looks the same. <laughs> I was surprised. I mean,
2: like I, I, the only thing I've really seen of it is... Um some gameplay footage your friend recorded and the stuff that you put on the channel as well Mm. and I was I really liked the fact that they'd hidden stuff underwater Um, I don't know how much there is underwater but there was definitely sort of I could see you know some rings down there and and some extra boost rings and stuff Um, but I just thought that was a nice use of space
0: instead of just the war being death I guess (laughs) it's Um, very much concept there's not right. much else to it right now. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: one thing i actually noticed was there was this one moment in that demo which looks like you know you're running down a tube of water or something like that. It looks like a special stage from Yeah, exactly. You know? That's
0: a completely different level. <laughs> That's
3: Oh really? There's oh, okay. Two
0: levels in the game. Uh, right. Okay. And there's this other level which is just an endless I guess I don't know, I don't know I've never I always drown and um, I can't get very far. Um it's just a tunnel with lots of spikes. It looks like it's been inspired by a special stage.
1: Uh, It's labelled in the game data as a mock stage though. So that's kind of interesting. So yeah, basically,
0: Project Endless, it's an interesting concept, but it's a concept that's already sort of been explored, and I think, to better effect. Okay. So, yeah. But one good thing about all these engines is killing yourself and then Sonic turning into ragdoll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even when you're underwater, so yeah. he doesn't float to the surface. No, he all. just becomes so a such. dead weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly becomes more dense.
1: If we can go back to Sonic Lost Adventure for a second, because I did get yeah, to yeah, play, play that a bit. Um, I don't know if I did this right or not, but for some reason, in my three times playing it, The transition from 3D to 2D did not go over very well, to the point where the up button on the keyboard in the 2D section, pressing up would make me go forwards, but pressing down would make me crouch. No, okay. Essentially making it so I couldn't turn around
0: best way to do it was when it was about to transition was not press anything (laughs) because otherwise it would seem to reassign the buttons in really weird ways. In some situations, when I was crossing back from 2D to 3D if I was holding down buttons
1: the game would just crash. (laughs) That is a GDK thing as opposed to the Lost Adventure. If, If I'm getting this correctly that's like a level in what's going to be a full game. If they put out cool level designs, such as the one seen, because that was what got me, was the awesome level concept.
0: Right, right.
1: Okay, <laughs> next up, we have Edge of Darkness.
0: I played this one.
1: I played a as little like. bit of it. Just a little bit. This was one of the ones I just sort of touched.
2: Um, I really enjoyed this one, actually. I thought it was um, a little bit tighter than Time Twisted. I haven't actually got a chance to play the update of Time Twisted that went out, but... Um, yeah, no, I really like Edge of Darkness. Um, it's really nice graphically. It's all custom graphics um, in the sort of 16-bit style, so it looks very pretty. Um, I kind of like the fact that the characters look like they have like a little black outline. I don't know what that is, but yeah, it looks like they have like a single pixel line mm. outline, and it makes them stand out quite nice. Just things like the, uh, the the sort of ghosty trail that leaves you leaves behind you as you sort of jump. I think that looks really. It's just it's a nice effect, and it really came across quite nice.
1: See, well, you said, like, the white outline is nice to differentiate from the background. I, I had the complete different yeah. opinion. I think it sort of made them stand out, but in a way, it almost looked like they had a different art style. And to right, me, it okay. sort of felt like it was, um, they just felt kind of out of place. Um, it wasn't, mind you, it wasn't right, like okay. something game breaking, uh-huh. but personally, I, I would have liked to see them match the. And even it, it sort of felt like to me, they, even beyond the outline, had a different art style. Because they had a very 3D-esque look to them with the way that their yeah, the sprites uh, were shaded. Yeah. And it sort of felt like the backgrounds and the levels themselves didn't as... If they if they did, it definitely wasn't as noticeable. Um, and so, again, right. it just sort of felt like different design choices entirely. And so, to me, mm. it co- sort of kind of... I didn't. It didn't gel for me.
2: Okay, no, that's right. Um, I the only the thing that I, I you know it's 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 very um sparse to have games that have custom graphics and um, that's true. Yes, I do. I do. I I, I do honestly favour it over the standard. You know, using existing tile sets and maybe just chopping the colours around and or you know piecing them together with other stages. So um, I had a lot of respect for them for actually at least drawing their own pixel art and making the, the stages look original um I, I, I can see exactly where you're coming from um it is i mean it wasn't such a big issue for me personally but um i can see that i see what you mean those the sprites definitely look more softly shaded they remind me of uh the chaotic sprites actually quite a lot but yeah no it was a it was a nice little demo and uh both stages were something different their own gimmicks um, yeah, just a nice little game. Certainly one of the better two D offerings.
0: Now, one thing I noticed, and one frequently commented comment, <laughs> was okay. that the pace of it seemed quite slow. Would you agree?
2: Um, or disagree? It felt like a traditional Sonic game, I suppose. Um, mm. There was, I mean, there's no sort of boost mechanics, or I think the only thing that you can really use to gain speed is a spin dash, mm. um, which is fine as far as i'm concerned i thought it was quite nice um I, I see i i'm i'm of the the opinion that 16-bit sonic games aren't particularly fast anyway mm. um i think it's it's a common misconception because you know at the time you were you were so exp- you know so familiar with traditional platformers like mario that any form of high speed would stand out anyway but um i think generally 16-bit sonic games are accurate little platforming games and then you you're rewarded with a speed section if you can do the platforming good and edge of darkness feels very similar actually it's it's a case of you know you have a little bit of platforming then there's a loop and a, and a downhill section you speed up a little bit and then there's some more platforming it's just it felt it felt very traditional. I guess is the is the word I'm looking for.
1: See what I think it is is so when a game is presented to you, which is basically purely classic, even going down to the mm. character designs, um, it does sort of it, the thing that it's slow does stand out because compared to some of these games, I mean you 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 go to any of the GDK games and you'll play as modern Sonic, as they put it, and it's just so fast yeah. you can't even keep up. And so yeah, by comparison, it is a slower game. But that's not a bad thing. Slow games. No, I would no because it's more platforming based. Yeah, yeah. That said, um, I did have one slight problem uh, with the game. Otherwise, I thought it was fantastic. Um, But the one slight thing for me was uh, Sonic got a wall jump, and that felt kind of finicky to me. Um, Like you don't automatically latch onto the wall. As you would say, like in Mario Sunshine, as soon as you hit the wall, you can press A and jump immediately off and do the this wall jump. But uh, okay. with this, you sort of have to hug the wall for like half a second, and then yeah, ha- then he goes into the animation that he's he's in wall jump mode, and it just sort of felt like you can't just mash jump, which is really fun to do with wall jumps, uh, you do have to wait till he attaches, and also hold to the right. side to make sure that he does attach. Um, and okay. so that's that's just a minor thing, again. that's A lot of my gripes are really minor, and it may seem like I'm complaining a lot, but it's just like, these are really, really good games, but there are small things that are, could be fixed with them. <laughs> <All> right, uh, <laughs> next up we have Sonic Game Land, which... Is a very misleading title. It's...
2: Yeah, I think everybody kind of assumed it was a mini game collection.
1: I thought it was going to be levels like basically of the same style as the Sonic's Game Land in Sonic Colors, where you know pretty basic level like things. It just, right, you right, know, right. It's okay. like a simulation, but you know there'll be a large variety. Oh, of, well, of levels. course.
2: Yeah, where you use the um the the puppet Sonics, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, that's what I thought it was going to be. Um, I think this one was good Um, but there are I don't know maybe just it was a little too fast for me it felt Um, it was very combat based where Sonic actually had a dedicated attack button um, which actually had some pretty cool thing where you could triple jump with Sonic almost where hmm. you can jump then use his kick attack and then out of the kick attack homing attack so Sonic had basically three jumps, and I thought that worked really well. And especially because you're not pressing the same button three times, you're pressing jump, then the attack button, then the jump again, and I thought that worked really well. It was, it was like I, I'm sounds like I'm complaining, but no, like it was, it was really good. Um, one complaint that I do have is that the you can't tell if something is foreground, background, or something you can interact with. Um, I try jumping on a few things that are in the foreground, and I try grinding on rails that are apparently in the background, and it's like, oh, okay.
2: It... I've definitely had that issue with the rails, yeah.
0: I've, what I found quite weird about this game was just the standard running speed's really fast, and the way the level design encourages you to do that, but are you, I almost at the same time feel punished for when I was going fast, because the way the level design would, you'd be going really fast and you end up running into an enemy, or off the edge of something because no, I had that exact
1: issue I had, had to often jump,
0: jumping over things and you know, jump you know you need to that, jump yeah. up into this hoop or you'll just fall off the edge of the ledge. yeah and like was... the speed of the design doesn't give you enough time to be prepared <laughs> it gives yeah, you no indication that's coming up so you, I spent most of my time falling off things and not being ready for things there's so much trial and error mm. and then sometimes like you said can you jump on this? Can you not jump on this? At one moment, this car is just background. The next time I see this car, it will kill me. Mm. <laughs> it's like very inconsistent.
2: No, yeah, I, I, I agree completely. That was my main gripe with it. To be honest with you, was I, I mean, I didn't experience that as much in the time attack stages. I thought the story stage itself was um, it was it was set up obviously. Um, for some precision sort of platforming and grinding especially, there's lots of sections in the, in the grind rails where you have to jump across the section to then hit another and then it sort of sends you off somewhere else. Um, and that was quite difficult with the way the, um, the mechanics work. What with it being so fast, you ended up jumping over the rail completely or just falling down a pit somewhere. This is um,
0: a very odd choice to do yeah. precision gameplay, but with high... Speed <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, completely, but, um, the time
2: attack stages that are there as additional things I actually enjoyed a lot more um they they didn't suffer from that nearly as much, and um I think the other thing is as well, you, the flow of the story stage was kind of broken a lot back at the oh, yes. fact that it was te- you know telling you how to play the game which I thought was a little bit redundant for a community that plays sonic yeah. games. <laughs> you don't really need to teach me how to play sonic game again. There's not
0: me smashing buttons like please skip text. I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah, there,
1: there's no way to advance the but text no. and I was like, "Oh, that's a bad move." Like... "Don't
0: tell me how to move. I can work this out."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but um, otherwise, I mean, it was it was definitely not a bad game. Um it but it was it was a it was a good it was a good game. I'd say it was above average and again, um, I liked the. Uh, it was using advanced style graphics and um, it actually made them look quite original whereas usually with advanced fan games they just kind of piece the bits and pieces together from existing ones because I think they're a lot more difficult to edit um, so yeah, uh, this it, this generally looked a little bit more original than your average advanced fan game I think.
0: And, and the only other thing really random niggle and it doesn't really matter but it bothers me because again, I don't like inconsistencies. Don't make a whole menu navigation through arrow, like menu inputs, and then make character select on time attack require a mouse. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a bit bizarre. It was yeah. like, why, why do this to me? Because forever, I didn't. I, I was just pressing the key arrow keys. Like this is this is broken. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: the first thing I did was set it up for pad controls and then I was like, well, why isn't it moving around a menu? <laughs> but it was like, oh, it's because I've got to use the mouse. <laughs> so what was the point of setting up the Joypad? Just that oh.
0: one <laughs> menu in the whole game. Yeah, yeah. it's the one thing you had to do right. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I like the different characters. It's interesting. I liked it. I think it was a good effort and clearly a lot of effort put into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: I'd like to see more. I'd like to see a few more levels and stuff. I think there's, there's a lot of potential here.
2: Mm, completely.
1: All right, and the final game we're going to discuss today, the one that came out of nowhere, and I don't think a lot of people even batted their eyes at, but I personally took a <laughs> loving to, we have Da Rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. I expected happen- like... What with this? Huh?
3: What on earth happened to this? Or what on earth... How did this come about?
1: Well, I expected this to just be sort of like a parody Sonic fan game, or like maybe just like a hack of Sonic 1 where you're a rock, or like the enemies are also rocks, and I don't know. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect an actually incredibly fun Sonic engine. But wow! Like, the level design worked with this basically Sonic Rush on steroids sort of design, and like, you're just flying around as this rock, and you're just destroying enemies, <laughs> and I'm playing this and I'm like... This is genuinely the most enjoyable thing I've played out of Sage. And it's like, you're just fast, and you're a rock. And it's like... Oh, but there is a a second playable character who is a flower, who uh, has a double jump and not the uh, homing attack, which is kind of sad, but whatever. The rock is the best character anyways. (laughs) I had so much fun with this title. And I want more. I want uh, I want a rock trilogy that I can be burned onto like a, a disc and distributed to my friends and I just I enjoyed this game way too much
0: um, I did play it possibly not as enthusiastic as Tanner <laughs> um it was a really good game featuring the rock <laughs>
2: <laughs> what well, um, I brought this up. The we started recording, but um, it's made by the same person who did Sonic Black Ace, which I also thought was very, very good. And I'm assuming that it probably uses the same engine. Because um, Sonic Black Ace is also very, very quick. Lots and lots of crazy stage designs and you know, using the gimmicks as the best as it possibly could.
1: Now that um, you mention it, I am fairly certain it's the same engine.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah that uh, sonic black ace is an absolutely brilliant game and th- another one i think that was quite overlooked um and yeah i think I obviously uh go need to need to go and check out the now
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because i haven't got around to it yet but um
0: game yeah. of 2014
1: <laughs> but uh, i think we're getting slightly off topic we will wrap things up
0: <laughs> i just wanted to dis- discuss uh, one final point before we go. All right. And it's a gen- it's a genuine interest. I'm con- interested in your opinions and such. I've been following Sage for many many years, like since I was a tiny tiny child before Tana was even born. Um.
1: Wow, that is long ago.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like four years ago. Um, <laughs> and Sage used to be a huge deal. It was the it was the E three of Sonic fan games and Sonic fan games were a big deal never got finished (laughs) just (laughs) this eternal selection of demos and stuff but everyone was out to build Sonic 4 in fact someone did call their game Sonic 4 I think many people called their game Sonic 4 but just uh, times have changed Sega have made Sonic 4 now (laughs) (laughs) the community has changed a lot and I'm just curious you know And Sage now is only happening every two years. Is is fan gaming on a decline?
1: I don't know. I wasn't around for the heydays, if you will, of when it was a big thing. But one big worry nowadays is with how social media is and with how corporations are, there's always a sort of fear of cease and desists. And so, for instance, instead of doing something at Sage, they might say, well, I could do something with Steam's indie library and make something for that.
2: That's a fair point i mean um for me personally i think there is a place for it um i've watched it grow since when did i first see the first one probably 2000 um and it i mean yeah, the the com- the comparison is just ridiculous now it's, it's it's come such a long long way i mean we have things like gdk now which, and uh, which is a proprietary 3d engine for sonic fan games which is just something that hasn't existed um hopefully well eventually someone will design a game that has some pretty decent level design as well i mean well lost adventure has been uh, a, a highlight obviously for some of you guys and
1: we didn't discuss but, um, it but uh chrono adventure I've been playing that Chrono on Chrono Adventure. The
2: Let's Plays. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, well, this is the other thing as well. Whereas uh, fan games never used to really get completed because obviously it's an awful lot of free time you have to put into these things. Um, there are some real dedicated developers like Lake Feppard who made Sonic Chrono Adventure, who are actually completing um, fan games now and making, you know, four games essentially. Uh, he's 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 made four on his own. Um, I mean, there's some other some other great ones are Hez's uh, Sonic Classic that's an absolutely brilliant game. Um, I'm trying to think of other fan games recently that came out. Um, generally what I'm trying to say is, um, the, the scene has progressed and I think it still has a place. There's some really interesting stuff still coming out. Um, and people are actually finishing games because they, (laughs) they have, um, engines that are available to them instead of having to build their own from scratch. We have Sonic worlds for 2d. We have GDK for 3d, um, it's, it's just a, it's it's a lot different to what it used to be, and um, I, I personally, I'm I'm still excited to see what comes out of it every year because it, it's it's progressed so so quickly in such a short space of time. Um, I, I mean, if you, for instance, if you take things like Sonic Fan Remix, which was such a huge step forward, and I think kind of influential on actual Sonic games, to be honest with you, um, it felt like. The design of that game, art-wise, definitely influenced um, uh, Sylvania Castle in uh, Sonic 4 Far 2. And I think that's great that Sega are um, clearly... I mean, they don't obviously mention it, but um, they do leave the Sonic fan game community alone to their own devices and don't really st- sort of step in, which is exa- which is perfect for anybody that wants to be involved in Sonic fan gaming. Because you don't fear... Cease and desist. <laughs> but at the same time, I think Sega definitely keep an eye on it because I, I can see influences in Sonic 4, for instance. So, um, yeah. And I mean, uh, the other thing is, as well, it gave Taxman a job. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's true, <very> true. Um, <laughs> I think if there's anything positive came out of it, that's got to be it. <laughs> but those are my two cents. <laughs> Sorry, I got a bit passionate there. <laughs>
3: Any thoughts, John? Any thoughts from me? um there was a game called Sonic Core, which um I look at it. There's a really tiny video of it on the webs on the web page, and um well, you just can't kind of need to see it and it just makes me wonder, um I'm sure the guy who sort of worked on it probably put a lot of work into it and such, but <laughs> you know, is it is this really the kind of material which is being shown at Sage now? you know? Well, I don't think they're
2: particularly um they're not they're not, you know, prejudiced towards anybody. <laughs> everything everything is fair game at Sage. Um if you want to hold a booth, that's up yeah. to you. Okay. Um so it's very much a case of if if you want to portray a low quality game <laughs> then you have to be prepared To go up against everybody else who's
3: showcasing higher quality games. Yeah, of course I'm. I'm a little bit. It's always been the case. Yeah, I've always been a little bit worried. You know, sort of actually explicitly say, you know, like this game is bad, this game is awful, etc. Well,
2: this is the exact same um, question. It's difficult because obviously, what with it being a free for all, people are allowed to promote however the way they want to. If they if they're going to release something of that quality then they have to be prepared to realize that they're going to be up against other things that are of a different quality. It's as simple as that really. And if you don't criticize something it's not going to get good. So at this uh, I mean this is why I generally chime in with my reviews on segadriven.com. I, I try not to be unfair, I try not to be offensive, I I try not to you know attack people personally because that's not what the point of that is. If 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 I feel that something hasn't been Developed to a high standard, then I'm going to have to tell you <laughs> and um, make it clear as to why that is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I did that specifically today with uh, uh, the roundup I did earlier this evening because I reviewed a game called Bingo the Multiver, which is there. I don't know if anybody played that one. Downloaded but, it, but um, yeah, it's more of a. The idea, I think it's very similar in concept to Freedom Planet in that it's influenced by Sonic, and it, but it's actually. Um, given a sort of independent game look of its own. So the, the, it's got an original character and it's not using Sonic characters. But it obviously plays like a Sonic game. Um, and yeah, it's not particularly built very well. The collision detection is very strange. The way you interact with the environment is a bit odd. You stick into walls and surfaces. It's not, it clearly hasn't been tested to a great degree. And I've said that, and hopefully. If if the developer can take a criticism, they'll take it on board and make a better game instead of just chucking up any old rubbish. Because, yeah, it it doesn't impress anybody, really. <laughs> but that's just me talking as a critic now. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I think on that note... So, uh, since you're the guest, Lewis, would you like to close us out?
2: If you would like to read up on some of the games that are available at this year's age you can go to segadriven.com and read the four roundups that I have done, um, which highlight eight of the games that are available. Um, yeah, segadriven.com. It's good.
1: <laughs> See you guys next time.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: And that was the Sonic Show's Opinion Zone. Copyright Disco Ponies Productions. Sonic the Hedgehog
0: is copyright Sega Corporation. All rights reserved.
1: Thanks for listening.